This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hello, lovely voice teacher. Welcome to another episode of the Voicepreneur Podcast. I am always so honored and delighted to be spending my time with you and for you to spend your time with me. It is so fun to have these conversations. I am so excited to be sharing this particular conversation with you. This is going to be a really, really fun process that we're going to walk through. So first, before we begin on our intention setting process, I just want to give you a heads up. I don't think that the sound quality is going to be too different, but I am in a different location. I am at my in-laws and um, occasionally there are distractions that happen over here that, you know, you can't control. So I apologize in advance if that happens. If you hear weird things in the background, if it sounds a little different to you, that's what's up. We're going to roll with it. It is all good. So let's set some intentions for 2023. I am really excited to share this process because I've been working through it over the last few days and it's actually truthfully the first time I've done this particular process and it has been like oh so good I feel I feel so ready I feel so I I haven't felt this ready for a new year in a really long time and you've probably felt this way too I mean 2020 was a ugh, that just it rippled in like bigger ways than we could possibly imagine. Truthfully, that's like a whole other episode. And I really do feel like we have not processed that. But I actually, I I feel like this particular process might help you with that. It really helped me. And it's been really, really enjoyable to do. So what's cool about this particular process is that this is specific. This is going to help you really go into your day-to-day life. We are looking at the habits and the foundations that you have set for yourself that are really going to determine your success as a business owner. Because again, we're always talking about business when it comes to our teaching business, but this episode and this is going to be a very holistic thing. We're going to be talking about life as well. But truthfully, I mean, when it comes down to it, if you're trying to run a business, You cannot be successful without having solid foundations. You need to have consistent, aligned practices and routines and rituals and habits. They all need to be in place in order for you to up-level, period. Now, if you're anything like me, you've probably done this kind of process before where you would pick a word or a theme for that year. And I still do this and I love it. And I have my words for this year. I'll tell you about them in a little bit. And hey, that is so awesome. Love it. That is that is so grounding. We need that, right? Maybe you have even done something like where you've picked a mantra or an affirmation. Maybe you've set resolutions for yourself. Whatever it is, that's awesome. But now what we're going to do is, like I said, we're going to get more specific. And I really like to think about it as like going from the big picture, the word, the theme, right? The mantra, and then going, how does this look in my day-to-day life? Your day-to-day life determines your success. 
So when I first approached this particular process, which was a couple of days ago, I had a general idea of what I'd be focusing on in 2023. I knew I would be focusing on things like community and leadership and partnerships and songwriting and these kind of big picture concepts, right? These are big picture things. But that was not enough for me to really map out my year. I really wanted to start my first day of work in January of 2023, knowing exactly what I would be doing that day, that week, that month, and that season as it relates to what I truly desire. So wouldn't that feel really good, right? We want to always feel really clear in the actions that we are taking and know that we are taking it for a purpose and for a good cause. So that is the goal, right? Know this in advance that you're going to hear this process and I definitely recommend saving this episode definitely recommend taking notes because maybe what you'll do is you'll listen to this like on a drive or on your walk and then you'll want to go back listen to it again take some notes because it really is a note-taking episode and give yourself time for me it took a couple of days i went through this process over the course of i think three days side by side so and that's because i'm you know doing family things and i didn't have like a ton of time to dedicate to it in that time maybe it takes you a couple hours maybe it takes you a couple weeks that's totally fine your pace is your pace something else to know is that you can really allow yourself to feel into these prompts because I'm going to give you a lot of prompts here. For me, I cried a lot (laughs) and I was very unexpectedly emotional through this process, particularly through assessing and self-reflecting over 2022 because that was a crazy year on a lot of levels. So you might feel that and baby ride with it. That is so good. Maybe you walk or you hike, maybe you journal, however you want to process this is your thing. So I just want to give you that permission (laughs) that all paces are totally great. So as I said before, we are really going big picture into the specificity. I call this the VGHM inside of the Voicepreneur program where we do this visions, goals, habits, and mindset around, you know, building their offers and their business. So that's a very specific thing. And this actually is kind of like a sequel to that. It's kind of like the real deal process on how to do that VGHM, how to build out your goals and your habits all around the vision that you want to have with your business and your life. So as I said before, since your daily routine dictates your success, in this first part, I'm going to read you some questions and prompts and you can pause the episode, you can write these down, you can reflect on them however you want to do this. I personally recommend either walking and pausing and reflecting or taking a bath and pausing and reflecting. I've done both and they have been wonderfully successful. (laughs) So you can do whatever you want, but I'm going to read these prompts for you. And the first stage is all about reflection and intention. We are reflecting on 2022, using the lessons from that to create a new vision for 2023. So let's reflect. In 2022, what were some of the themes that came up that year? How did I grow as a person? What were turning points or milestones 
or lessons? What were positive experiences? What were things that I manifested or that I made happen? What worked well? What didn't work well? What can I let go of? What stories or patterns or beliefs held me back this year? Where did I put a lot of my focus? And is this in alignment with who I want to be? This next part is your vision. So what do I really want? What am I yearning for? What do I want to manifest? How do I want to grow this year? What do I want to create more of? Who do I want to be in a year from now? Now for that last question, really hang on to this vision. Really feel into this person. A great prompt I like to think about is, it's December 31st, 2023, and who are you in this vision? How do you carry yourself? What are your thoughts, beliefs, your stories? What are your habits and your rituals? Part three is your theme. So now choose a theme. You can choose a word or a couple of words. Maybe you have some guiding feeling words. So for me personally, I'll share my theme and my word with you for this year. And that is creativity and connection. I decided to have two words this year. Sometimes I do that. Um, I think in 2017, 2016, I had stick and stretch. That was really fun. Uh, whole story with that. But so this year it is creativity and connection. And I chose these words because they have so much meaning underneath them. So creativity for me obviously means singing and teaching and doing the thing that I came here to do that I love doing. And then connection really has to do with self-connection, body connection, connection with my son, connection with my husband, connection with my friends and family, you know, connecting, <laughs> coming back to connection. So these are some of my words and something that I find really helpful is actually doing that process that we just went through of reflecting and creating a vision and then allowing those answers to reveal a theme. Those questions are gold, truly. Like sit on them, simmer on them. Really, I highly recommend answering every single one. <laughs> it is so, so helpful. So after you have gone through that stage, that stage of what I like to call reflecting and setting an intention, this next stage is where you are going to execute. This is the stage where you are going to take everything that you have just done and put it into your day-to-day -day life. So part four is where we take action. The question that you can always be reflecting throughout this entire process, and it is a process, <laughs> is what new habits, rituals, or systems can I start to bring into my life? That is really what we're going to be 
focusing on. So before we dive deep into our calendars, a nice transition point here where we're going from this kind of deep dive work, journaling, reflecting, and now going straight into our planners and our new calendars that we have all just ordered for ourselves, or however you organize yourself. <laughs> we want to actually kind of just have a couple of things going here to keep us on track. So a few lists that I like to create, and I love lists. I really do love lists. First list is your bliss list. And your bliss list is literally just a list of all the things that bring you joy. It can be big, it can be small, but it is the things that no matter what, fill your soul up. So it could be a particular musical artist, or maybe it's sunrises or sunsets. Maybe it's coffee. Maybe it's chai lattes. Maybe it's going to your favorite cafe. Maybe it's, you know, walking outdoors. You just literally write an entire list of all of the things that bring you bliss. It's your bliss list. I love, love having my bliss list and especially like where I can see it. <laughs> that brings me a lot of joy too because it's a really easy way to get out of a funk and to just be like, oh, I can go do that or I need to prioritize that or I can be grateful for the fact that I just did that earlier today you know, whatever it is, right? The other thing that you can have is your bucket list and your bucket list is exactly what we know it to be. It's all the things that you want to do. <laughs> and then another list you can have are the list of your passions and your loves, the actual activities that bring you joy. Maybe they are you know, skill-based like voice teaching or singing. Maybe it's dancing. Maybe it's learning, you know, whatever it is, write that in a list form. So nice to just remind yourself that, oh yeah, these are the things that I love doing and that are really important that I prioritize in my life. This is your source of inspiration and pleasure. I really recommend doing these lists. And also, I'm going to throw in another list here that I do think helps <laughs> with inspiration and pleasure in kind of an inadvertent way, which is your to-do list. And oh, I know that sounds heavy, but it's actually meant to feel really light. It's meant to bring you joy in that you're getting it on paper. Literally just have, I mean, I do this all the time where I just take like, computer paper, right? Blank paper, both sides, just have a stack of it somewhere near your desk. And all of the things that come up in your mind that you need to do, write it down. You're going to have a really long list and it's going to feel a bit overwhelming, but you know what? It's out of your brain. And that is so light and so good and so inspiring and very pleasurable. So <laughs> I do recommend having something like that as well to accompany your other lists. <laughs> All right, so now are you ready for the process? It's really quite fun and quite simple, I promise. <laughs> You're gonna go and grab that computer piece of paper or a blank piece of paper, it's the same thing. I don't know what you call that paper. What do you call that paper? I call it computer paper. <laughs> I don't know what it's really called. Whatever it's called, piece of paper. You're going to turn it sideways so it's landscape style. You're going to draw four columns and five rows to make 20 boxes across the page. Now, you don't have to do it that way. This is how my brain works. If you want to switch it to be five columns and four rows, that's fine. You'll know what I'm talking about in just a second, but 
this is kind of the way that I like to be thinking about it. It's sort of like in a timeline. So the timeline is, this is step three, you are going to label these columns. We have four columns here, and the four columns are going to represent every three months. So think about this in the business perspective, right? When we are planning out our business, our, our quarterly goals, we are thinking about it every three months. So you're going to write down the, the four quarters. You can do Q1, Q2, or you can do, for me personally, I actually really like seeing the names of the months on there. It just helps me because I'm very seasonal. So I will write, you know, January through March, and then I'll underline March, and then April through June, and then I'll underline June. So you can kind of see how that works. You can write three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, however you want to do it. It don't matter with however your brain works. But this is the timeline right here. Those are the columns. And then step four, we're going to write down five different categories down the different rows. The categories that I like to play around with that I really think encompass kind of a holistic look at our whole life here and all of the things that we want to be really prioritizing in our day-to-day -day life because let's be real, life is not all about business, right? We want to make sure that we are prioritizing time for all of the different things that matter to us in our business and our life. So let's break that down into five different categories. Those five categories are number one, self-care, number two, relationships, number three, personal growth or personal development, number four, your resources. What I like to think about for resources is specifically time and money, because those are the two resources that we have in life, or time and money. And then number five is vocation. And vocation can mean a lot of things for a lot of people, but for me, I wrote down career and community. So however you want to think about it is great. So these are our five different categories. And again, these are going down the different rows. Your teaching business specifically is probably going to fall under the categories of resources and vocation. But as I said before, everything works together holistically. Just keep that in mind. So now on to step five, in each of the boxes, you're going to be writing down one to two goals for where you want to be in each of those quarters, right? So now you want to be thinking about, okay, it's March. What do I want to be accomplishing or feeling or experiencing in particularly the category of self-care or in particularly the category of my vocation, my career? It's so illuminating to see, first of all, where you prioritize a lot of your time, but also where you can actually measure these types of things. So I'll give you an example of this. Something that I was doing in my life when I was looking at self-care was I really want to run again. I've been dealing with back issues for a, a tremendous amount of time, and I'm just really determined to feel good in my body again and to be able to do cardio. And I love running. It's my favorite activity. So rather than saying, oh, I really want to run this year, I really want to run the summer, I'm going, oh, I can actually measure this out. What can I do by March? What can I do by June? What can I do by September, right? And really start actually breaking it down, which I'm going to show you in just a second. So that's why this process is so cool. It really takes these big picture concepts and actually puts some measurable goals to each of these different categories in our life. So step six, 
pick a few main goals that you would like to focus on for the foreseeable future. So now that you've created all of these different goals within all of these different boxes, you're going to look at that and be like, holy hot damn, I have so many goals and it is so overwhelming. What do I do? Well, don't try and attack all of them. That is, <laughs> that's not how you're going to get anything done. We just want to pick a few main goals. I really like to think about things in foreseeable future time. And so this actually might be just for the next three months. It might be for the next six months. Everyone's life is different in what our foreseeable future is, but try to pick out what that is for yourself. For me, I ended up choosing six main goals for the next six months. Six just felt like <laughs> my number this year. I don't know why. That's just how it turned out. So you're going to write down any of the monthly, weekly, and daily actions for each of these goals. So let's relate it back to your teaching business. Let's say that one of your goals is to finish a new offer that you want to sell, right? You can actually break down what progress looks like for yourself. So perhaps you're dedicating a specific day of the week towards building and creating your offer. Maybe you say, okay, every Friday I'm going to be working on this. Or maybe you work through your process week by week. So you have a specific process that you do and every week you are you know, maybe adding a new lesson or you're adding a new video or something like that. Again, the way that you measure your own progress is going to be totally defined by you, but do it. <laughs> like actually sit there and map it out. This is where you're going to be thinking about what am I need to do monthly, weekly, and daily to make this happen. Step seven is now you're going to map out in pencil, actually, I think it really helps to map it out in pencil, <laughs> your year on a yearly calendar spread. You have 12 months, you can print this out, just blank, you know, 12 months all right next to each other. I did this on two pages. Um, you can actually find it where they put like six months on two page and it's landscape and then six months on another two page, which is also landscape. And now you can see your entire 12 month calendar and map out what you want your calendar to look like. So maybe you know, for example, oh, I'm gonna be traveling all summer, or I really wanna take a vacation in October, or you know, um, I remember that June is always that month where my students take off from voice lessons, like I gotta make sure I do something then. So whatever it is, it's helpful to really see the entire year from the yearly perspective, and then be able to pencil in, you know, or hey, if you know things for sure, put it in pen, whatever, just put it on the calendar so that you can be fully prepared for what's to come over the year. Step eight, now you're going to do what I think is really fun is mapping out your ideal month. It's not going to be a you know, your everyday month. It's not going to be, you know, maybe a month that you have for a long time and that's okay, but you're going to map out your ideal month on a blank calendar. So I guess I should have warned you that it really does help to print out some blank calendars. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is really easy to find on Google. So you're just going to find the yearly, the monthly, and yep, you guessed it because step nine is definitely going to be the same thing for your week and your day. You're going to map out your ideal week and day. So be sure to print out all these different calendars and really have fun with this process. This is your ideal world. This is your vision. This is what you hope to have, what you want to have, what you deserve to have, and what you will have if you continue believing that you will have it, 
right? So map it out in your ideal weekend day. I actually recommend having the time blocks, you know, 5 a.m. to 6 a.m., 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., 7 a.m. to 8 a.m., or however you want to time block it, but really map out what your ideal day and your ideal week would look like hour by hour, or maybe um, chunk of day by chunk of day. I don't know what you call that. What do you call afternoons and mornings and evenings? Whatever that is called. If that's how your brain works too, that's fine. But we always want to be coordinating this with time and with scheduling. Here's the thing. If it is not in your calendar, it's not real. And that's why this process is so helpful. It is tedious and it takes time to do. <laughs> but when you put it on your calendar and you have it feeling really good, like it's all coming from a place of alignment and what it is that you truly desire, then it is really fun to do these things in your day-to-day life. It's actually very enjoyable because you know that you're doing it for a good purpose. So that is the step-by-step process. And I know I went pretty fast there. If you ever feel stumped along the way, that is totally okay. Remember, as I said, this is a process. It's going to take a little bit of time. And that's why you have the list that you made prior to going through this process. So if there are other things that you are not able to map out and you're looking at this, you're going, no, there are still pieces that don't fit here. Go and look at your to-do list or go and look at your bliss list, right? Go and look at the lists that you can refer to to make sure that everything fits in coordination with what it is that you really want your year to look like. (sighs) I know that was a hefty process and I really appreciate you being along the journey with me. It is not always an easy thing to do things like this, but let me tell you, it is one of those things that when you do it now is going to set you up for success. It really is. No more floundering this year. There is no reason that you need to look at your calendar and go, oh my God, I have so much going on. I don't know what to do. I want to grow, but I have no idea how. You can do this. You just have to sit down and create systems and foundations first. And this is really the process to doing that, or it's the process. I enjoy to do that. (laughs) Maybe you do this and you're like, this totally sucks and I hate this. And that is okay too. You want to take what you want and leave what you don't. It's okay. But all I'm saying is it's really important that you just sit down and do the work now to set yourself up for success later. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you are having a lovely, spacious, restful season. We're going to be taking a break for the new year, and we will be back with new episodes on January 12th in 2023. We're all going to be reveling in transitioning into hopefully a better year. I mean, 2022 is a pretty good year, but 2023 is going to be even better. If you've enjoyed these episodes, I truly appreciate it if you would rate and review it over on iTunes. And hey, if you want to come join our community, check out the show notes where all of the links are included so you can be a part of this journey with us. I look forward to catching you in the new year and I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your holiday. Take care.